0: Hi, I'm Dec Doyle from Top Gear Driving School. Our website is topgearedrivingschool.ie. I'm a fully accredited ADI, and you'll find me on the RSA website. I have been an instructor for the best part of 15 years at this stage, and I have taught people from over 130 different countries. At Top Gear, we have developed a number of podcasts to help the learner to take the fear and the stress out of driving, and to build your confidence. With Behind the Wheel Insights, our podcasts break down the sessions into smaller particles making it easier for the learner. Very often in a car you're not going to take in everything that's said to you. With the podcast it gives you the opportunity to go back over some of the things you're not sure of and just Study it in your own time, in the comfort of your own home. I do hope these will be helpful and will make it easier for you to learn in a more calm and relaxed manner. We will be running a QA session on a Sunday evenings. I do hope these will be helpful. And if you have any questions, please send them to us at info at infotopgearedrivingschool.ie and we will be happy to deal with them. Today we are going to deal with the system of driving. We have talked before about understanding your car and understanding. How to get the most out of the car and to get the car to do what the car was designed to do. Today we're going to talk about the system of driving. There has to be a system. If there's no system, there's chaos. Everybody's doing their own thing. And if everybody's doing their own thing, it's got to be mayhem because it is a killing machine. So what do we need to do when we learn to drive? There's two fundamental areas that you need to focus on. The first is we bring our eye line up. We look up into the road. That's got to be the first thing that we understand. Because when we're walking, and from the moment you learn to walk, you look between 10 and 15 metres in front of you. But for driving, that will make you a reactionary driver. You're reacting constantly, and we cannot do that. We haven't got the capacity to be able to respond. We let the car do the speed, we do the control. The other fundamental change you make is... When you're walking down the street how often do you check your mirrors you don't we don't have mirrors this is a whole new concept and what are we looking for when we're checking our mirrors two basics one other road users what's happening around me constantly checking every 10 seconds i need to check my mirrors one two three takes you less than a half a second a quarter of a second so you're not distracting yourself you're not taking your attention off the road I need to see what's happening around me. The other reason we check our mirrors is to position ourselves on the road. So in my right mirror, I can see the line in the middle of the road. In my left mirror, I see the curb. I see the double yellow line. I see the broken white line. I see the broken white line. I see the solid white line. I'm constantly positioning myself on the road by checking my mirrors. They're the two fundamentals we make, looking up and checking our mirrors. Now, to make it easy for yourself, have you ever asked yourself why the road signs are at the height that they're at? It's actually quite simple. It's to catch your eye, to break the habit of looking this 10, 15 metres in front of you, to make you look up. Think of the colours of them. They're red, they're blue, they're yellow, they're gold, they're white with the surround. You don't see green road signs. These are designed to stand out at a height that will give you a 100 metres notice, which now allows you to prepare and to plan here for what you're going to do up there. So if you see a stop sign, now you can use that stop sign to help you slow your car down. And that's the biggest challenge most people have when they're learning to drive. How do we slow the car down? Any fool can put their foot in the accelerator, but how do we slow the car down? And if you're using the road signs to help you to slow down the car by going from fourth to third, from third to second then we have a nice, smooth stop. And that's what we're looking for. Simply by looking up into the road, you're creating time for yourself and making it easier to plan what you want to do next. Most people compete with the car. What do I mean by that? Because we're traveling fast, we have to act fast, we have to think fast, we have to do fast. But that's absolutely contrary to what we need to do. If I could travel at 30 or 40 kilometers an hour, Why do I need a car? I don't. I need to control the car. Let the car do the speed, and I do the control. When we talk about controlling the car, it's basically about controlling the speed. And when we talk about controlling the speed, it's about controlling the deceleration. How do we slow the car down? We have four controls to deal with speed. The accelerator, the brake, the clutch, and the gears. But only one of those four will increase speed. If I go from second gear to third gear, I'm not getting any faster unless I introduce the accelerator. So, how do we use the tools we have to slow the car down? And the first has to be take your foot off the accelerator, stop feeding the fire, slow the car down by taking your foot away. Then we can go from third gear to second gear or from fourth gear to third gear and by releasing the clutch and letting your f- the clutch push your foot back you're controlling the deceleration so there's no accentuated bounce it's smoother and that's what we're looking for it's extremely difficult to feel in control or confident if you're bouncing around the place so what i suggest to everybody is mark yourself on a one to six on how smooth was my change of gears how smooth was my brake, how smooth was my moving off how smooth is my, th- my turn? And if you're marking yourself 1 to 6, and be honest with yourself, it doesn't matter. It's not a competition. If it's a 1, it's a 1. But I want to make that 1 a 2. I want to make that 3 a 4. I want to make that 4 a 5. And now you are concentrating more on your control of your car, and you're making it smoother and easier. All the TV ads, all the billboards you see, all the radio ads tell you speed kills. And that's true. It's undoubted. It has a dramatic effect on society. But how do we control speed? How do we slow the car down? And that's where we can use the road markings and the road signs to help us. We in Dublin, we are lucky in so much as that the roads are very well marked and the road signs are there to help us. This isn't always the case, you know, but if you're used to looking at them and knowing what they mean and how to use them. You will very quickly adjust to when to slow down, when to change from fourth to third, when to change from third to second without road markings. You will know the distance you're traveling and the speed you're traveling at and be able to gauge it much better. But for the moment, as a learner, we're going to use these road lines, those markings and these road signs. So on a main road, you're coming up and you see three arrows in front of you. Why would you need three arrows? Was there a sort of paint over? No, they're there for a very good reason. And if you get to the first arrow of the three, the lights change, drop down to third gear. It will slow your car down gradually. At the second, we go to second gear. Now my stop is much smoother. If the lights change when I get to the third, the one nearest the junction. Now, if I'm to stop at that point, My stopping distance at 30 km an hour is 10 meters, which means I'm going to stop in the junction. Consequently, I don't stop. I keep going. If the lights are orange and I'm at that point, I'm now going to continue through the junction because I won't tie it up for everybody else. But what does this mean? It means now that the arrows aren't just for direction. They're also helping me to decelerate, to slow my car down. Now... I know you're thinking immediately, what happens if there's traffic on the road? I won't see the arrows. If you look to the side, you will see the signs. There's traffic lights ahead. There's a sign for a crossroads. It's not an accident that that sign is that distance from the corner. It's not a coincidence. It's in line with the arrow. So now the the traffic signs are also helping you to decelerate, to slow your car down, to control your deceleration and that's hugely important and it makes it easier for you because you can plan in advance so when you see the arrows when you see the signs that's when you start taking action and the first action is obviously take your foot off the accelerator if the lights are green we're going to continue to go it's only when they change that we can use these but they're there to help you and if you use them to help you it will make you a much more safe and responsible driver the secret is to look up get the information now you can make an informed decision you can close your eyes and make a decision but it's not informed but if you've looked up and you're looking at the line of the road signs you're getting much more information your peripheral vision will pick up on the car in front of you if he indicates or if he's braking but if you're looking up beyond him you can see earlier and there's no need to panic Your distance between you and the car in front of you should be two seconds. And you count it out. When he passes a road marking or a sign or a bush, whatever you choose, you count. One, two. And you let him pull you along. He's doing the driving. If he wants to break the uh, the speed limit, let him off. But if he's within the speed limit and doing 45, 48 in his 50 zone, you just let him pull you along. And that releases you to look further up into the road to take the stress out of it. I'm not reacting. He's pulling me like the train pulls the carriages. Nice and gently, and you are gathering the information that you need. So you can see 100 metres up the road if the lights have changed. So you know he's going to brake shortly, and you're going to brake shortly, but you have that information early, so you're not jumping on the brake. There's no sudden movements. Sudden doesn't work in driving. We need to be calm and in control, and you do that, as I say, by getting the information early and looking up into the road. There is a system to driving. There has to be a system. If there's no system, it's mayhem. Nobody likes panic. We're in control. The panic and stress goes out of it. Always remember, there is no such thing as a stupid question. There's a gap in your knowledge. And that's why we're here, to close that gap and help you understand better what we're trying to do, as in to become a safe and responsible driver. If you have any questions, contact us on our Q&A session on Sunday evening. And send in the question to info at driving school.ie. We'll deal with it and come back to you on the air. Thank you. Hope this was helpful.